because of the coronavirus, they had to say no to partying on a yacht, no to sipping on a cocktail while tanning on the beach, no to their private jet. They even had to say no to paying their voiceover. About that, now, now that I think about it, what does that have to do with COVID? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll talk about it later. <clears throat> oh, okay. Since we can't physically be together, let's virtually get together. With Will, John, and Killian, spend the next hour full of laughter. The live show starts now. Welcome on the live show, everyone. Welcome on this new radio show where we're going to be laughing and talking about everything together. We'll have facts you didn't know about, a talent from one of our group members, and we'll receive Marissa Flucker as one of our guests, our first guest. She's a cardiology nurse at the South Health Campus and also works with the COVID response team tasked with immunizations of the COVID vaccine in Calgary. She'll be answering all the questions you have asked us on our Instagram at the live show official later in the show. Make sure you stay tuned as you could get a chance to win a $20 gift card just by listening. Without further ado, let me present to you our team. If you know any slightly above average men, then you know Will Welly. However, the good thing about him, other than his ability to run on two hours of sleep, is how woke he is despite his ancestry being 100% colonizer. Hi. Welcome, Will. It's great to be here. I'm really excited to uh, to film this show, and I can't. I really. I, I can't wait. <laughs> Do you need a man that can slap six beer keys, hit the outdoor rink, get COVID, then be back in bed by 7 p.m.? Call John, cause he's your man, baby. Yeah. Beer skis. Welcome. It's really awesome to be here, guys. Can't wait to get this started, and it's awesome to be here. All right. And then for our last host, the one who's been introducing all of us. He says he's from France, but the only French thing about him is his baguette. His name is Killian. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> no, we're, we're very happy to be here. And actually, guys, I have something to uh, to start off. Yesterday night, something crazy happened to me. I watched Paranormal oh. Activity on Netflix. Did you guys uh, see it? I have not. I can't say. No. no, never watched once, actually. No? Okay, well, for those of you no. who, who don't know what it is about, it's basically a bunch of teens that film their daily life and paranormal stuff happen to them all the time. They're very unlucky. And you know, it's that kind of movie where, you know, they see a door opening and they go towards it. In real life, you see a door open and you don't go towards it. You know, you you, you leave a sap. No, they, they decided to go towards it. Anyway, so I sleep and wake up in the middle of the night, right? You know, feeling a little bit anxious because it's a horror movie. And I start hearing noises and I feel the air coming on my face. And then to top it up, my currents started to move. So I started uh, I started to freak out a little bit, right? And uh, I tried to go back to sleep. But you know, it, it just like kept me up. So as I was trying to sleep, I continued to feel the air on my face. And so that, you know what? At one point, I'm like, I'm just going to confront it. I don't even care. I'm just going to go. I opened the curtain. And then I realized I just forgot to close the window of my room. <laughs> okay, but if you think about it then, you really just did the exact same thing that the kids did in the movie. You just walked right up to your window and closed it. <laughs> See, I guess I could be an actor. <laughs> Anyways, come on the show to discuss about the paranormal things you've experienced. It's your show. For that, it's very simple. Just hit us up on our Instagram, at the live show official. What about you guys? Did you experience anything paranormal? Uh, I've, um, uh, back in uh, elementary school, we used to play this game where uh, we used to pretend to be ghost hunters. And it was really just an excuse to, like, pretend to get possessed and then beat the beat the crap out of each other. Um, but this one kid, this one kid on the, he just, like, he, he said he had a ghost on his shoulder, right? And we were all, like, like, we all knew that this wasn't real. We just wanted to, like, like wrestle a little bit. But he was, like, so adamant that he had a ghost on his shoulder. And even when people like, hey, like, we're, we're kidding, right? Like, you know that. He was like, no, no, no. There is a ghost sitting on my shoulder all the time. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, this is, I'm not vibing with this anymore. <laughs> what about you, John? Well, actually, it was pretty, it was pretty recently. Um, I was watching, uh, it was a documentary on, on Hitler's personal doctor. <laughs> It was about 1 a.m. Uh, not what you think. It was just really interesting. Like, how did you get to that? How did you think? You know what? <laughs> I don't know. It was, I was just like, personal doctor of the worst man to ever exist. Why not? Might as well take a look. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. And then the show ended. And then I just kind of crawled in the bed. It was about 1 a.m. anyways. So, right. Um, you kind of wake up about two to three hours later. So it's about three or four. 
and out of the corner of my eye, I just see this like little, obviously it wasn't there, but it, when you're half asleep, this little figure at the end of my bed, and it looked like he was holding a syringe. <laughs> oh, and I, the highest pitch scream, I think, in history of post-puberty male <laughs> ever. <laughs> so I ripped open my covers and uh, I'm just losing my mind. So I rip open my covers, run to the door and I just like a half asleep, right? Technically still asleep. I still know what's going on. Right. I punch a hole right through my door trying to get out. The hole is still up there. And um, <laughs> so when that didn't work, I body slammed the wall next to me and cracked the drywall. Oh, no. And, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. and, <laughs> Do you have proof of this? Let's see. Can we see oh, the whole man. It's all the way upstairs if you guys want to go on a little journey, but we'll wait till after. <laughs> okay, sounds good. That's that's crazy. That's pretty <laughs> just, good. Just give me a reminder. Yeah. That sounds good. We'll do. Anyways, guys, I'm wondering, have you guys been following the news lately? I think so. Uh, yes. Yeah, pretty, you know, mainstream news. Yeah. Okay, well, if you have been following the news, then you'll be able to distinguish the fake news out of the real news that I'm going to give you. So, the first news is, a teen wakes up from coma after having missed the COVID-19 pandemic. The second news is, a man comes out of his cave after fearing the 2012 end of the world only to discover he has to go back in quarantine for COVID-19. Or, <laughs> the last news is, a group of frogs were mistakenly arrested for being out after the curfew in Quebec. What do you think? There's one that's real. One that's real. One that's real. Okay. Uh... I like the frogs. I, I, I like the frog one too. Like, but I feel like you go ahead, Will. I'm trying to think. It would, it would, it would, it would, it would have to be between the, because uh, the frog one is so much different than the, uh, than the waking up after COVID and then the coming out of a cave. You know, I feel like it would have to be between those two. But can you imagine if the real one is the guy that was is, that was in his cave, fearing 2012 end of the world? He just came yeah. back. He just came out now. Yeah, I know. That's the only thing that I was thinking, too. So what do you think? Uh, that's a very good point. I'll probably have to go with... Um, um, well, w was he still a teen when he woke up? So was he yeah. when he went into the coma, was he a child? No, that would have been about a, a year ago. It would have been, uh, yeah, about okay. a year ago. Right before the, the pandemic hit us. Well, to say that it, that, it, that we missed it would would insinuate that it's over. So maybe that one is the false one. What about you, John? I, I kind of like the frogs, but I I, <laughs> I I don't know. I can't. There's no way that's that's. I'm gonna have to go with the yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the uh, the cave one, the 2012. With one. the cave. Yeah, Unfortunately, yeah, no. It's the real news is actually a teen that wakes up from Kuba after having missed the COVID-19 pandemic. That's actually the real news. And so what's crazy about it, he actually, uh, he had a car crash on uh, March 2019. And, and he woke up from it about a week or two weeks ago. And he, he didn't know what it was about, right? Because when he had the coma, everything was fine. You know, he was seeing his friends and everything. And now he, he woke up and he's like, what is going on? <laughs> and the worst part is that he actually caught COVID twice while being in the coma. Well in the coma, that's well in the coma. He got it twice. <laughs> so rough, right? I mean, he was already in the hospital, so that's like that's a plus, right? Yeah, yeah, that's God true. At least he does God get treated right away. But uh, yeah, so the moral of the story is, don't end up in coma. <laughs> All right, now we have one of you guys on the phone about the discussion that we launched. What's something paranormal that's happened to you? Hey, uh, longtime fan, first time caller. Um, my uh, my big experience is one time I went into the bathroom, and uh, when I went in, the lights the lights were on and the uh, shower curtain was closed. But then I went I went to go get my towel, and then all the water was running, and the uh, the shower curtain was closed uh, was opened up. Sorry, and all the lights were off. So you know that uh, I, I live alone, so that whole experience uh, it couldn't have been a roommate or a friend. So must have had to. Had to have been a been a uh, paranormal entity. Did you have the shivers when that happened to you? I was uh, shivering up and down. I couldn't I couldn't like even drink my tea to calm myself down. I kept spilling it because my body was shaking. 
Damn, that's uh, <laughs> fair enough. That's crazy. And so how did you go upon it? Were you able to, uh, you know, figure out that it was okay? There was nothing hunting you or or did you did you actually uh, think something? Was, I learned it was just rats. Uh, the, the rats moved uh, moved my things. They they ran across my little uh, line at the top, moving the moving the curtain back. One of them fell onto the onto the uh, uh, shower, so it started that up. And then uh, it turns out they bit through the power cable in the basement. So you know, well, it was a little rough for me. Oh, that sucks. Okay, well, thanks, man, for uh, having shared your your experience about the paranormal. Oh no, no problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. We have Ben now on the phone. Hello, Ben. Um, my story begins. Um, this is about happened about a month ago. Um, in Calgary, actually, at uh, Springbank Airport. Um, one time, it was just a normal night. You know, I thought it was quiet. It was it was a really dark night that time, and I was just flying at uh, Springbank there in the circuit. So I was just practicing, you know, in the circuit, t uh, practicing touch and goes and forced approaches, all that jazz. Um, and in one circuit, I'm practicing without like a landing light. And so as I'm on like final, I'm coming in and I, this deer, like just as I touched down, this deer comes right in front of me. I couldn't do anything cause like I couldn't overshoot or anything. I just, this deer, it was like a shadow. It was just, it went right in front of me. And at first, I, you know, I just thought, oh shoot, that's a normal deer. Um, right. so, you know, I overshoot on, I tell tower and I'm like, Hey, there's wildlife on the runway. And I come back around, you know, this time I'm like, I'm trying to see myself because I didn't want to hit a deer. Right. So I'm coming back around and this time I landed with the landing light and I'm coming back around again on final and I land, I touch down and there's the same deer, but it's on the opposite side of the runway there and it's just staring at me. It's just looking at me, but it's not a normal deer. It like had blood all over and it was it was crazy it was it no had way. blood and everything so what what, what um, did, did it seem like it had blood or or for sure you that's what you you no, saw because like half of its face was all messed up and oh, that's crazy yeah it just and it just like stared at me at the end of the runway and so i just took off like normal and you know here i am kind of panicking because like it's kind of it's weird, you know. I right. think it's just a normal deer. It's you know, but it had like a disfigured face and it was like all bloody on the one side and stuff. So oh my was, god! Like okay, that's a little weird. That is oh, that's crazy. And then, yeah, it, it was just such a creepy thing. Like you know, it was really dark. It, I was the only one in the circuit, so it was it was weird. Right. And then after my flight, I go home, normal drive, whatever, right go to bed same old like a normal night i'm kind of <laughs> well i'm nervous that night because <laughs> it was weird to see right and then the next morning i wake up and sure enough there there's a deer right in my front lawn i mean <laughs> it's not the same deer it's just a normal deer right but <laughs> is it something you know is it something paranormal is it normal i don't know i guess we'll never know the oh, mystery that's... but uh no that's crazy it was yeah, it was a weird experience. For yeah, sure, so. I bet. And, and ever since, you haven't encountered another deer, or? <laughs> uh, no, not yet. Okay, well, that's good. Well, thank you. No, it was really nice uh, to hear from you. Thanks for sharing your story, Ben. Yeah, you too, guys. Have a good one. No, that's cool to hear from you guys. Keep on coming with your stories. Don't forget that we're going to have a nurse talking about her experience with COVID-19 towards the end of the show. However, for now, we're going to teach you something else. It's called the slang expressions and their meanings. So as you've probably noticed, you know, by now we really want to make a show that belongs to you, not just us, but to you as well. And so that's why we asked you to help us give a definition of an old time slang me and the team came across the other day, dog soup. Listen to your re to your reaction. Dog soup. I think it is uh, a soup made for dog with a dog food. Yeah, for a dog. I have no idea. Well, I've never never heard of that. Before. <laughs> I don't know. It's like something you don't really bring up at a at a dinner party, I guess. Like something like truly vile, you know. Um, 
It's like a mash of a bunch of different unrelated things thrown together. There's a slang term, dog's breakfast. It's a real dog's breakfast. It's yeah. like a bunch of stuff tossed together. So I'm guessing dog soup is the same thing. All right, now here's the real definition of what a dog soup means. It's actually a term that was used in the 1930s to designate a glass of water. It's actually a glass of water. Well, that's the exact opposite of what I thought it was. <laughs> no way. Oh, I did not know that. It's a term from the 1920s and it means a glass of water. <laughs> it's just a glass of water. So now yeah, next no, time you go to a restaurant, you can ask for a dog soup. Some guy, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. he was trying to describe water. He's like, you know, uh, the thing that uh, that dogs, you know, drink. Uh, dog soup? Yes! <laughs> dogs dog soup? <laughs> Couldn't possibly just be water for human beings too, you know? Yeah, right? It exactly. Soup, it yeah. had to be dog soup. So, Gross. yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. So thank you once again for everybody who participated in answering that question. I have a, another question for you guys, actually, talking about questions. I was driving the other day, you know, playing some music in the car to have a a chill kind of drive and I was trying to find an address to some place that I was going towards and uh, as I was looking for the address you know the house number I turned down my music do you guys do that too <laughs> oh yeah just to think <laughs> but it, it's so useless when you think about it <laughs> yeah no it's like yeah no I can't think if the music's too loud it's actually a little bit annoying just right turning into an old man yeah, as, as soon as you start, as soon as you start thinking, you just can't listen to music at the same time, you know. That's what, yeah, exactly. But that's you know the the kind of things that we all do but never talk about. So there's other things that we all do and never talk about. Is uh, you know we all try to stay kind of in that sleepy state when we have to go to the bathroom late at night. If you wake up in the middle of the night and you go to the bathroom, you gotta be like, okay, no, I'm still tired. You know, remain that uh, sleepy energy so that you're able to to go back to sleep. Go back, go back to bed. Yeah. Right. Not a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> always tired. You know the thing that uh, that I found very awkward is when I open a birthday card from my grandma, for example, and there's money inside of it. So I go and I try to pretend, you know, this you like try to there's nothing like you there. See it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think I think we should just normalize just like grabbing the money right away. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. And saying that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or. Uh... I like. I just like how you have to have that fake expression, like, "Oh, such oh. a nice card," and like, it's like we all know the money's in there. It's and you're just... like, "No way! Oh, thank you." Oh wow! I didn't see that before. I didn't see it when it dropped out right in front of yeah. me. The whole... Yeah, I wasn't looking at it the whole time. That's crazy, though. All I care about yeah. is the words on the card. You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> you guys ever feel the happiness? You know, when you finally uh, have enough battery on your phone that you can unplug it and roll over on the other side. Oh, it's, it's, so nice. it's thrilling. It's the best part of my night whenever that happens. Right? We all check our times, right, on our phones. But is it just me? Or does everybody forget what time it is, like, not even a minute after checking the time? So then you check again. Not even a second. Yeah. And, 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 I literally yeah. forget the second I put my phone down. Like, literally, how do I forget the only thing I just saw? And then you keep checking. And you're like, oh, okay, that's what time it is. Or the studying for like the easiest test on earth. You know, that kind of reminds me like sunglasses sometimes. You have them on your head and you look everywhere for them and you're like, where did they go? And then you realize that they're actually on your head. Yeah, my favorite uh, that is when I'm, problem, when I'm Kelly, and I'm not a big yeah. sunglasses fan. <laughs> when I'm, uh, I, I do this thing where I'm holding my phone in my hand, and then I walk around my whole house, and I'm like, "Where's my phone?" Same idea. Like, Same I, idea. I don't know where it is. <laughs> um, do we all count the hours of sleep we'll have if we fall asleep at a certain time? Do we all I do mean, that? God, otherwise, oh, yeah. isn't that otherwise crazy? You're not gonna know, right? It's like how many time, how many more hours can I game until I can get like a decent amount of sleep, and then yeah. And then you realize yeah. that you know what, it it's won't matter brainer. anyways. It'll only be one hour. <laughs> yeah, it's still an awful sleep, but at least you know, like. Yeah, you you gotta know what you're getting yourself into. You know, you can be like, mm -hmm. oh, if it's only an hour of sleep, like, should I just stay up? Like, is it really worth it? <laughs> yeah, yeah <right. laughs> especially during quarantine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Here are now the craziest facts you did not know about. What the fact? Time for the craziest fact you didn't know about on the live show. I'm gonna ask you guys. A true or false question about facts, and you have to tell me whether you think it's true or false. Are you guys ready? Okay. 
Yeah, I'm, Let's do this. I'm so Let's ready. Go. Okay, so do you think blind people can have dreams, can see dreams? They, yeah, they can, can't they? I'm pretty sure I saw something about that. Yeah, you think? I what think a, so. I think so. I, I, I would say true. You know what? I'm just going to, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, true for me as well. Yeah. And that is true. They can absolutely Ooh. dream. Uh, according to uh, healthline.com, blind people can dream. But that is particularly if uh, that blind person was able to see in the past, especially. Oh, oh yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Because if, if they're born otherwise blind, you wouldn't know what you're... Yeah, yeah. exactly. What about uh, humans are the only mammals that prefer spicy food? Do you think that's true or false? Spice is like pain receptors on your tongue, right? Like, it's not really like a flavor. So... I'm gonna go false because I think that... What is spicy to us might just be a regular meal for another mammal that doesn't have the same like taste buds or like anatomy as us. I'm gonna go false. I'm gonna go false. I, I, whenever I think of mammals, I think of dolphins. Um, I don't actually think <laughs> dolphins are mammals. Spicy fish. Now that I'm thinking about it, but <laughs> well, actually, um, actually, you know, I'm gonna go true. True. So one of yeah. you guys is is right, and it's actually John. It is false. We're not the oh. only mammals that prefer spicy food, but However, the only other uh, mammal that prefers spicy food is is something pretty interesting. It's just a tree shrews. It's they kind of look like uh, squirrels almost. Tree shrews, and so they're oh, also. What do they eat? Uh, th- that's a, that's a good question. But they do like spicy food too. Like they deliberately seek out spicy food. Like for example, chili peppers. Hmm. And they they actually can eat more than us too. Which is which is pretty is interesting. It, is it like a like a different palette? <laughs> Maybe. Get them out. That's a good question. Uh, it's impossible to hum while holding your nose. Is that true or false? Well, well there's a pretty test. easy way to test this one. Yeah. Uh, uh, not well, for very long. Not uh, not well. So you can, but no, I just wanted you to do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I got you pretty well. Uh, a bolt of lightning contains enough energy to toast 100,000 slices of bread. True or false? A bolt of lightning. I feel like that's false because I feel like it's way more than that's that. That's what I was thinking too. Like I feel like I, I feel like it's totally true except that the, the number is off. Yeah. Well, it, it's actually true. So you don't even need oh. a toaster anymore. All you do is you oh, put your yeah. bread outside. <laughs> Stick it next to something metal. And, uh, I you're good. and last one. It's said that goosebumps are meant to ward off pred- predators. Is that true or false? I think it's um, true. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't eat a chicken if it was all goosebumpy. So Our I mean, goosebumps, especially. Human goosebumps. Uh, isn't it just when we're cold, though? It, it, it also is. But it, as well, yeah. Just think, you you can also have goosebumps if you're really mad. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with yes then. What about you, John? I think yeah, I think I'm gonna go true. It is true. Goosebumps are meant well, were meant to ward off predators. Being in Canada with the negative forty degrees weather we're having in front in front of the of a bear. Then we're set. Dude, if, if a bear is charging you, just get goosebumps and it'll just, just, get just go away. <laughs> just get really angry or just take your shirt off. Did you know Will has a hidden talent? He knows how to play the recorder. It's time for Will's talent on the live show. So, Will, it's time for your talent. We actually right. have the musician here. Okay. So we got a multiple choice. We got some. We got a, a couple songs that uh, that that this that this could be. Okay. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, answer A is the Jurassic Park theme. Okay. Uh, answer B is the main Star Wars theme. Uh, answer C is the Harry Potter theme. And answer D is the theme from E.T. So if you couldn't tell, the theme that we're going with is movie theme songs. So, uh, let me... First of all, question. Um, yeah, what's up? What in the heck is an E.T. theme? That's a good question. Well, let's... Um, <laughs> Just say that maybe you don't have to worry about it at all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> when you have to, you know, when you have to list off potential movies just so we know what it is, it shows us the level. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Ready? 
Yeah. All right. Let's listen. Let me see if I can if I can hit this. What is a C again? Hang on. Give me a sec. One second here. What does a C look like? Okay. 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 Just a musician holding just, his It's just the, the, yeah, the letter that comes after B. Just beautiful to see. Okay. Ready? That's not the noise it's supposed to make. <laughs> no, okay, I'm, I'll keep it. I, I love it. So I'm confused okay. between mm. two. I'm confused between Jurassic Park and Star Wars. Okay, uh, good, good, gone. good. That's You've narrowed Park it down. Funny. Okay, ready? <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 yeah, would you like some more? I'll play yes. some more notes. Yeah, absolutely, please. Okay, okay. <laughs> we beg for it. <laughs> All right, here we go. So, uh, that's a good question. Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> okay. Hey, give him a round of applause because wow, it takes so a lot was of really courage tough. to. It took a really long time to learn. <laughs> no, but the question is, what is it? What is it? What? It, well, let, let's let's hear some let's hear some votes first. Killian, what do you think it is? Star Wars. Star Wars. All right, and John. You actually think that's Star Wars, Killian? Yeah, you guys would be entirely right. That was Star Wars. Um, I, it it might have been a little bit hard to tell because I didn't hit some of the notes that well. He was like, but I was I mean, thinking I it was Jurassic Park, like the then and then. I picked um kind of anything that John Williams actually made, so it probably all sounds almost exactly the same. But okay, you know, enough. you guys, you guys figured it out. I'm proud. Yeah, it, it's actually uh, it's actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I think I should play that in concert. I, I, yeah, you know what? Maybe it's not a bad thing that there's COVID closing all the concert halls. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. That was rough. No, that's Boom. why. Roasted. No, but that's why we, we have a podcast to be able to promote the young artists. Yes, yes. We would love to have more people who can actually play music. Oh, come just on like to Will. This podcast. Just, just like me. I mean, yeah. I can also play music, He'll but be like the first people that chair are in the know. Calgary Philharmonic Orchestra <laughs> with just a blue recorder. <laughs> I bought a dollar store. Yeah, that's pretty cool. No, that, no, honestly, I'm, I'm just joking. That that's actually pretty cool. Imagine you're on a beach. You're sipping on a juicy cocktail. COVID is over. Life was good. Um, okay, that was all a dream. But Killian, John, and Will are just as good, and that is not a dream. It's the live show on CMRU.ca. Next thing that we're gonna do is all the weirdest things that I found on Wish. I was uh, yeah, seriously, I was scrolling through uh through Wish the other day. <laughs> That's the first weird thing. But then I found a bunch of weird stuff that were you know pretty crazy and so all of these you know we can't say everything because we're under the great rules of broadcasting and so we can't you know there's some things obviously that we can't say but here are the things that i found that we can say that are pretty okay so for number uh, fifth place we've got actually nicholas cage pants so it's pants that only have nicholas's nicholas's cage face on it would you buy would i cop would i cop a pair of how, how cage much are they pants? Uh, th that's a good it question. It sounds like a fit, but how much are they? You know what? Why, why don't I? Uh, why don't I look at that right now? So Nicholas Google. Yeah. So it's actually. So you even have the sweater too. That's twenty dollars on. Oh, which. oh, it's a double. Pack. You you okay. even have the face mask that has his face okay. on it. That's Whoa. a little much. Now. <laughs> no, I I don't know if that's a little much. I think that, that is the perfect fit. Oh, if you didn't know what to make, that's for, gas. If you didn't know what to give your uh, your Valentine's for Valentine's Day, 
There you have it. Uh, <laughs> if you want to be single, get your girlfriend one of these. <laughs> Number four, a $22 burrito blanket. So it's it's a blanket that's like a burrito, and you roll yourself oh, in it. Yes. Right? I've seen those on Wish, actually. It's it's kind of crazy, you know actually. Yeah, they actually look a lot like, like, a, like a tortilla. Yeah. Like a yeah. lot. Especially the meat in the middle. Tortilla. Yeah, I, that's me. I'm just pure oh. meat. <laughs> uh, the next one. Okay, so this one I find crazy. Just built, man. You guys got to tell me, why do you think they have this? A toe straightener. Something that takes your what? toe. I would, what? So something like, let's say your toe is like, you know, slanted like this. You put the thing like that, and it's meant to strain it so that your toe is, is straight. Did they find that? Is it a toast straightener or does it just break your toes? That's a good question. <laughs> I feel like if your toe is like this or like that, it's a bone issue. So I don't think getting something to crack your bone in place is something you yeah. want to buy, especially when you with. <laughs> when you wear right. shoes, your your feet like get crushed anyway, right? Like I don't know if this is the 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 safest alternative to get I a toe straightener sounds like a freaking pyramid scheme yeah right <laughs> or it's... like just not legal yeah you gotta get it you gotta straighten all your toes you gotta be like look how straight my toes are if you buy five toe straighteners your toes can be just as straight as my toes <laughs> yeah yeah it's exclusively for for only feet <laughs> yeah just that the, se the second thing we can't even find real gold rocks real gold rocks on wish oh i'm sure Guess how much are they 16 dollars <laughs> 16 like one six yeah one six 16 dollars for real gold rocks okay yeah that's believable yeah. absolutely you know yeah. what why why how don't we just the blocks they're oh, pretty big actually yeah yeah they're pretty big I, I would, size I would... approximation yeah, uh, by the way, all you can of melt these... it down and put like golden eyes on your Nicolas Cage face mask. <laughs> nice. All yeah. these you can actually find on the Wish if you search it up. It's it's there. And the last thing, that's actually pretty cool. It's actually pretty cool. I gotta say, it's an electric prank pen that sends a, a light shock oh, to the person using it. Is it the shock oh, ones? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I, I used to have one of those. I never pressed it. Because uh, it said, don't he not use it if you're under 13. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it could give you a heart attack. So I decided not to touch it. A heart attack. <laughs> well, you guys are youngins. You guys are like 19, 18, right? So I'm 23. Could, yeah, we'd be fine if we hit that. Could we still get yeah, a heart be, attack? Yeah, if you hit that pen, it'd be totally fine. <laughs> when we when we were saying if you hit that pen, we're talking about the electric pen, just as yes, a clarification. Yes, yes. We're not advocating anything other than hitting an electric pen. Correct. Yes. Wait, wait, an electric pen. I mean, like the pen. Way to clear that one up yeah. real quick. Yeah, Man, for those sure. have been around forever, though. Like I remember grade six, so you guys would have been in grade like three. Yeah. Um, they had the piece, oh. the packs of gum. But it like it like it looked like one piece was like barely sticking out. You're like, oh, have some, oh, and then it's oh, like it the was same like slap. But oh, man, really? But they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were way worse. They were brutal. Were, were you, like, you were, couldn't get your hand yeah. after. Like your hand went numb for like hours. Would you like it's take like, it? It's like a little mouse trap in a gum thing. Yeah, it, but it was like an electric yeah, shock. It, it was rough. It wasn't even like yeah. a light one. It was like a like my hand would be numb for like hours. It was brutal. Oh, yeah. that's crazy can't be real savage so would you like it was a pack of gum you had like a gun sticking out and uh, not a gun yeah, a gun but... it, it wouldn't obviously yeah. come out it was just like a little gag gift but right like, oh that's crazy you know yeah well i mean you know in case your co-workers always steal your pens at work you know what to do <laughs> you just buy one of those <laughs> off of wish and they'll never steal it again <laughs> yeah just buy buy a 16 pack just give them an entire pack and just of... put them all in your in your little cup your yeah. pen cup. Yeah, and yeah, just right. Stick them all on their face at once. Sixteen of them. See, that would definitely give you a heart attack. Ooh, yeah, like, sorry, I'm not advocating murder here either. No, 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 so, absolutely. <laughs> we we have to be clear of everything because sometimes you know we we say things and then hey. it, it might sound like we're saying something else which we're not. 
So we're making sure that everything we say. Absolutely. Disclaimer, do not kill people. Disclaimer, of course. I feel like that should be obvious, but we're just gonna have to put it out there. All right, now's the time for our guest for our first podcast. We have the honor to welcome her. She's at home while following the COVID-19 protocol. She's with us. She works at the South Health Campus, and she's going to be talking about her experience as a nurse during this pandemic in Calgary. So far, Alberta has had 127,000 cases in total. The world has over 107 million and sadly 2.36 million deaths. Marissa Fluker, welcome on the live show. It's an honor to have you here. Wow, thanks for having me. I love the intro. So you work at the South Health campus, like we said. So we're just, yes. we had a few questions that also coming in from our listeners, etc. Uh, what are some challenges that you face doing your regular duties at the hospital while also dealing <laughs> with COVID-19 at the same time? Yeah, I think the main one um, is right now there's no visitors. Um, allowed at the hospital so as you can imagine that's really hard for um, that patients at the hospital and for their families um, so yeah on top of kind of everything with um, infection kind of control that we try to do at the hospital um, more than ever we are their only support systems and we usually talk with family members kind of daily so um, on top of our medical care, um, we also usually reach out and talk to the family members of each patient during the day. So that definitely adds um, a little more on top of uh, everything going on. Whereas, you know, normally it would be great to have the family in the hospital and visiting and makes things a little bit easier and more comfortable for the patients. So, um, yeah, that's been a big one for sure. Um yeah, I, I would say too, um, just with following pro COVID protocol as well, um, a lot of the times, you know, we are short staffed just with um, like any workplace right now, any of the symptoms, you kind of have to stay home and can't come back until getting tested, understandably. So um, yeah, I would say honestly, almost every shift I have at the hospital, someone is, um, is sick or has to stay home. And so um yeah, we kind of have to do the best we can in circumstances where we uh, don't have as many staff as we normally would. And, and that can actually uh, make it quite hard sometimes, too. Yeah, to, to work through the progress. Is there a lot of people that have uh, that have contracted COVID as being nurses or? Um, I mean, yeah, there definitely has been my unit. Great. Thankfully, um, I don't think there has been many, but we don't get a ton of the COVID specific patients um, on the unit that I'm on. So um, I don't know the, the statistics of our unit exactly, but I do know, um, especially in like the COVID ICU or um, the units that are more hands-on with COVID patients, um, there, there have been a lot of healthcare providers who have um, contracted COVID um, either from patients or from family members um, visiting and whatnot so yeah it's kind of a downside right now during everything so. yeah yeah I, I totally understand that um, and I think I'll just hop in here I, I sorry Kelly I didn't mean to interrupt you oh, oh, no worries. Um, yeah no I just wanted to ask it, uh, the second question here uh, I have on my in my notes um, so Marissa as a medical practitioner uh, how do you feel about the restrictions that you've seen or everyone's seen in the last month or even earlier? Do you think it's a little too much or the right amount or too little? Um, I definitely think the most recent kind of lockdown we've had in, in December was needed. Um, like if you do look at the numbers, we had quite a spike there and um, especially right around the Christmas time and the um, holiday season. Um, it, it's so hard to, to know what to do because, you know, I do have a lot of um, friends and family with small businesses and, and you see the effects that, you know, the last year has had on anyone. And, and it's such a difficult decision to, you know, shut it down or decide what's shutting down or what restrictions go into place. So um, I'm glad I'm not the person that has to make those decisions, but um, I definitely do think think that something needed to be done for the last one for sure um just with the spikes 
uh, in the cases and it was getting quite crazy in the hospital. Um, so yeah, I, I, I do think the last one in December is hard to, was um, the right decision, even though it was hard to do. Um, and I'm hoping it's our last one, hopefully, <laughs> but yeah, it's such a hard, it's such a hard question to answer because, you know, there's so many factors that go into it. So yeah, that was quite of a loaded question. Um, and it's not, it sounds like it's not like a too little, too much or the right amount kind of uh, Goldilocks thing. It's more of um, kind of either a lesser of two evils or just kind of sacrificing knowing that it's going to be hard, but you kind of have to do what you got to do. Right. So. Yeah. And I think like most people would agree that they, you know, want this to go away and want our lives to go back to normal if anyone remembers what that was like. But, um, you know, at the same time, we don't want to completely destroy our economy and have everyone jobless and, um, you know, the health effects that come with that and the added stress that come with that. So, yeah, it's, I think John's right with the whole lesser of two evils thing. It's, yeah, it's hard to know what was right or wrong. <laughs> and just to be precise, we're in Alberta here. When we're talking about all these things, we're in Alberta and Canada for anybody listening outside of that. So we're talking yeah. specifically in Alberta, but it's kind of the same idea around the world, I think. Um, so mm -hmm. it's it's for sure something that's pretty crazy. So in terms of uh, how busy, we've heard how busy it started to get in December, but uh How busy is it right now, for example, in in, uh, in February with COVID and, and the other medical cases? Do you think that there's enough, uh, you know, supplies as like uh, PPE and other equipments, like those syringe that uh, were, was talked about to get a, uh, a sixth dose out of the Pfizer vaccine, things like that? Or are there some things that are, la that are lacking that, uh, that could be filled more, uh, a little bit better? Yeah. Um... The syringe is an the the syringe for the Pfizer vaccine is an interesting one because, um, as you know, Canada right now the the vaccine supply is kind of a interesting topic. Um, <laughs> so, I personally haven't seen um, you know a specific syringe that helps get a sixth dose or whatnot. It's kind of just our um, average um, syringe that we would give for any other vaccine uh, like a flu shot or anything like that um, so I personally haven't seen that um, I do know it's kind of a new um, uh, topic in like the medical field right now anyway so hopefully we would be getting that that would be great um, but otherwise PPE wise um, I know in Alberta specifically um, it's It's been good, actually. I mean, I don't want to jinx anything by saying that, but um, yeah, at the hospital, like there, there has been proper PPE and masks and, uh, you know, N95 masks when we do have to go around COVID patients or possible COVID patients. Um, so that's been great. Um, you know, I haven't heard of anyone using the same mask over and over again. Um which is kind of scary to me to even think about. So I'm grateful that we um, have the supplies like that that we need so far. Um, yeah, definitely in December, I think, um, I know at South Health Campus, they were kind of shifting things around um, to prepare for the huge influx in numbers that we saw. So um Basically, um, the unit that I'm on, like I said, is more of like a cardiology um, unit, but um, other units were taking patients from other places and we were kind of all um, doing a team share of patients so that COVID patients could go to COVID specific units or that ICU patients who, for example, had a cardiac problem or you know a heart attack or something like that my unit would be taking um, cardiac ICU patients to free up um, an empty bed or beds in the ICU for COVID patients. So things definitely got moved around. Um, it wasn't our normal um, kind of patient load or patient population that you would see. Um, but yeah, there was definitely a lot of plans in place for, you know, unit A is a COVID unit or, or whatever it may be. And then if we need a backup, then 
unit B will become a COVID unit and whatnot. And then the patients, we will move to other places. So, um, yeah, it's, it's hard on the system. You know, if you think about even, um, you know, women going into the hospital to deliver a baby, I've, I've heard that their um, stay in hospital is a lot shorter now. Um, like they're going home after like a day, which um, especially if you're a first time mom can be quite um, scary and yeah, yeah overwhelming. <laughs> so there's definitely things like that that um, affect the patient because of this whole situation. And um, it's, it's sad and it's not, you know, up to our standards or um, the standard of care that we would like, but I think it's just doing the best you can in a situation that's not ideal. So yeah, it, it's been interesting for sure, but I'd like to say that I think everyone's doing the best they can and managing it in the best way we can. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, no doubt that you're doing the best you can. Like it, it, you're kind of been throwing a curveball and you're just kind of, it's, it's more adapting and reacting than being proactive. It's, it's yeah. a mix of being proactive and, and reactive, I guess. Um, yeah. And the government, this is a perfect segue actually to my next question. Um, so the government recently suggested wearing two or even sometimes three masks um, at once to prevent spread. Do you think that's something we should incorporate or is that kind of being too cautious or is that is being too cautious even a thing right now? Yeah, I, I heard of this and I kind of saw it both ways. Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, a mask is better than no mask. Um, from my understanding, I think the whole wearing multiple mask idea came from um you know people in the community and and people who don't necessarily have COVID-19 and are just trying to protect themselves normal everyday people um I think it came from the idea of a lot of people having you know these cloth masks or um, homemade masks and I think there was a worry that they don't have um the certain filter or certain materials that are um uh required by the cdc to pass the guidelines of a non-medical mask so i think as long as people feel as though you know by by those masks that have the filter in them they should have some sort of like a water protection uh, moisture repellent thing on the outside that goes into it so i mean if you want to wear more than one mask i think go for it whatever you feel um, keeps you safe at the end of the day, I think is what is important here. But yeah, I think the whole concept of wearing more than one mask was they're advising people to not wear the medical masks and to save that for healthcare workers, which is great, but just make sure that the masks you are using are safe in order to protect yourself. So yeah, I think it's- Yeah, sorry, just to clarify yeah. quickly, the medical mask, uh, don't necessarily protect you, but they protect others, where the, whereas the N95s protect you and others. That's right? Yeah. Yeah. So the N95s um, basically have a higher um, filtration in them uh, where they basically don't let anything in or out, if that makes sense to put it simply. So, um, yeah. Whereas just a... Um, a medical mask like those uh, blue and black disposable ones, those do count. Um, they have a like a three layer um, system towards them where it's, you know, an outside protective layer, a filter and then usually cotton on the inside. So those we do have a pretty big supply of those in Canada and Alberta. Um, so I think a lot of the public are using those, which is fine, because as far as I know, we don't have a shortage of those. Um, but uh, I think with some of the cloth um, masks, it's, you know, it's really important to make sure that we are washing them and cleaning them properly and then just making sure that they're built properly to um, ensure that nothing is getting through the fabric, if that makes sense. And and yeah. through that, actually, uh, another question that came in mind, uh, do you think the public understands how bad the problem is or, or kind of understand the situation posed by the virus? And I'm not talking about, you know, those few, those few um, for, yeah, those few, you know, those uh, anti-mask that, uh, that kind of ruin it all for, for everybody. 
I just mean in general, the general public, do you think understands the situation by the virus or there's still some work to do on that? I mean, I don't know if anyone understands what's going on. <laughs> and, you know, now we're almost a year in. I think a lot of people understand the kind of doing what's best for the greater good, wearing the masks, just um, even the whole attitude of just doing it so that we can get back to normal is kind of how I think a lot of people see it. And that's fine. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, try to just protect yourself the best you can and protect your family the best you can. And I think that's um, the best way to look at it. Um, if you look too deep into COVID, I think it gets kind of scary and overwhelming. And there's so many unknowns, um, even for, you know, healthcare providers. So, um, yeah, I think it's just whatever makes you feel safest and whatever makes you feel like you're managing in this weird time, I think is the best thing for people to do. So I hope by this point, um, you know, whatever that means to people, they've kind of figured that out and in, in how to incorporate that into their into their lives. But it, it's hard. And, like, and, and, yeah. and just to shift gears a little bit, um, just towards your like you said with your your secondary kind of duties as a nurse um what what's been kind of the most challenging aspect uh that you come across of being a member of that alberta covid response um, unit yeah it's it, i mean personally for me it, it, it's been hard with um you know certain healthcare providers haven't been vaccinated yet and then it, it, the unknown of it of when we're going to when is everyone going to be vaccinated or when is everyone who wants to be vaccinated will be able to, I think personally for me has been hard. Um, not knowing when more vaccines are coming or, you know, is this the last vaccine that we have that I'm giving to someone? I, I don't know the answers to that. So I try not to think about that aspect personally. I'm, I'm happy to be giving anyone a vaccine if they want it. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's just the unknowns in all parts of this um, situation are hard for anyone to deal with. So, yeah. Yeah, it sounds, you know, and and, and I, I we're not asking these questions to, to, to attack, you know, um, like a politician, let's say like Trudeau or anything. This is just purely basing it on what we've seen um, and the general public. It's just more so asking somebody that's been in that field right in front of people giving that vaccine just seeing what they're seeing on a daily basis and um if what is being told on the news is kind of lining up a little bit with what you're seeing um mm -hmm. just wanted to put that out there by no means having you on the show or us asking these questions are is any of us putting any doubt on the system or the vaccine itself we just want to make sure to clarify that um we know that vaccines are, are the best option and then the safest bet to get out of this crisis so we don't we just i just wanted to put that as a disclaimer out there and just um, to add on on your comment john you know coming from france uh it's it's the same issue everywhere there's a, a shortage of vaccine basically everywhere whether that's europe in or north america and most places at least i know some places like like israel have had the chance to have those vaccines delivered a little bit quicker as well but uh, there's lots of aspects that obviously we don't necessarily know about but it's it's a problem that's everywhere as well so i think it's important to uh to make sure uh that's uh that's being put forwards john do you have a, a last question for uh for our nurse today uh yeah i think um you know um just with the unknowns and stuff marissa you know and no one knows as far as an exact timetable for the you know for for mass um inoculation of of the covid vaccine um um you know if you had to guess, Marissa, based on what you've seen and, and the pace you guys are going at right now, if, you know, steady amounts of vaccines come into play here, um, what kind of what's, a, you know, a ballpark on, you know, when, you, when you'll see the majority of, of the population of Alberta uh, get vaccinated? I, I wish I knew the answer to that. Honestly, I wish everyone knew the answer to that. And I think, I think leading back to our point of the whole unknown, that's what's so hard for everyone um 
I always think back to, I think it was beginning of December when the vaccine was even announced that it, it had been made and was ready to use. So, I mean, being two months from that, um, it's pretty crazy to think that, you know, most countries now are in the midst of vaccinating. So I hope that continues. I really hope that this year is the end of it. I, I, I wish I could say, you know, three or six months would be great and would be ideal. But I think, I think, you know, a year or a year and a half, I hope that whoever wants to get a vaccine is able to. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's my hope. But I think we just put our trust into whoever is um, creating these vaccines and manufacturing them. And, and as, as a healthcare worker, I know I can just do the best that I can at, at my level and in my job. So, but yeah, for, for everyone's sake, I, I really hope that 2021 is the last we ever have to hear about COVID. <laughs> and we, we didn't expect you to have a, you know, oh, we're thinking on an exact date, it's going to be done. Right? Oh, yeah, it's no, just more, sure. if you had any um, sort of um, thoughts on it, that's all. So it, it's all, everything, just like much since last March has just kind of been playing it by ear so yeah yeah exactly thanks a lot marissa fluker for everything uh that you've done through this pandemic and having taken the time to answer the questions as well as on being on the show thank you thanks marissa thanks, for guys. being a front 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 of the line healthcare worker we appreciate everything and it's doing. very and important also appreciate answering these questions it's really given us some insight and, and we thank okay. nurses but we also thank everybody else that uh that plays an important role through getting the through the pandemic and having to be in the front line so that's extremely courageous thank you very much marissa of course thanks for having me before we leave you guys we have one more thing that we want to do and that's to make you get a chance to win a 20 dollars gift card at the end of the fourth show for this you just got to contact us on our instagram at the live show official dm us and we'll ask you one question about the show if you answer it correctly, then you enter in to play for the final game during our fourth show. For today's show, we have Andrew with us. Hello, Andrew. Hi. So, Andrew, I'm going to ask you a question. You just have to get it right. I'm going to ask you uh, two, or, uh, just one question. I'm going to give you two choices about a news story. Which one do you think is true and which one do you think is false? The first news is a teen wakes from coma having missed the COVID-19 pandemic, or the other news is a group of frogs were mistakenly arrested for being out after the curfew in Quebec. Which one do you think is true? Which one do you think is false? Uh, I think the first one is true about missing the COVID-19 pandemic. And that's true. Good job, Andrew. You qualified for the fourth show and a chance to get a $20 gift card. Thank you, Andrew. Congratulations. Good job, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Andrew. Before we end the show, I'd like to thank some people who have made the show possible and some music credits as well, as we still need some of that non-copyrighted music, right? So that would be Ixon on YouTube, I-K-S-O-N, with uh, All Night, the song All Night, and the song Wanna for another jingle that we use. We also used the song Paradise in Contigo from him. He's a very, very talented artist, actually. Ixon, I-K-S-O-N, on YouTube, or any streaming platforms, really, that you can find online. Make sure you go check him out if you need copyright for music or simply if you just enjoy good music in general. We got Kevin McLeod on Incompetech.com. Yes, with Island Meat and Greed's license under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0, creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash. And another one, a new theme from Kevin McLeod from the license Creative Commons Attribution 4.0, creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 4.0 slash from the website incompetech.com. And lastly, I'd like to give a very big thank you to our Prof Earth who's helped us create the show and make it even better thank you very much for everything i think that's all thank you very much for having listened see you soon on our next podcast make sure to check us out everywhere and keep contacting us on our dms at 
the live show official Instagram. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks, John, and thanks, Bye, Will. everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. And thank you to our nurse as well, as well as everybody that participated. Thank you very much. See you later. Thank you. Killian, Will, and John will be back soon for another show, but it's not over. Listen to all the podcasts on Spotify, YouTube, and cmru.ca. Simply search up The Live Show. See you next time.